0: Welcome back, ladies
1: and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambray, and I'm joined by my brother. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, our guy, Nando Vila. What's going on, bro? I'm
2: oh, Just fe- feeling good. Just got off the slopes in Park City, Utah, you know, Viddy chasing the boys. Uh, we were hanging out, you know, having some drinks, yelling at Harvey Weinstein. It was great.
1: That's that is awesome. Um Nando just came back from Sundance Film Festival. He's a big he's a big shot Hollywood producer so he has to go hobnob over there in Sundance. I'm actually going to Salt Lake City, which obviously nice. is in Park City, but I'm going to Salt Lake City for the NBA All-Star game in a Shit. few weeks. My first time ever in Salt Lake City, my first time ever traveling for an NBA All-Star game. Uh, the only All-Stars that I've experienced were New York and L.A., but I lived in those cities at the time that the events were yeah. being hosted there. And so this would be my first time traveling for work and all of that for All-Star. Um, So we should nice. be having a good time. Uh, today's show, we're going to get into all of the stuff, all of the hobnobbing, the celebs that Nando ran into and all of that stuff in Park City. Also... You guys should be excited to know Nando just launched a brand new podcast project called Shoot the Messenger. Uh, We're going to get into what that's about. It's super fascinating in the world of geopolitics and tech and all of those crazy things. But first, Nando, I I just wanted to talk about this Joe Biden classified documents Mm. thing. Because you'll remember, you know, it was discovered that Trump was hoarding a whole cache of documents at Mar-a-Lago. It was this big deal. Like, how could you yeah. not give up your documents after leaving the White House? And this is going to be why, the how the Dems get him to not run in 2024. And it's just an atrocity. These are state secrets. You're supposed to be handling them so meticulously. And it's going to be, oh, Trump is just, he's just bad yeah. for doing this. This is horrible lo and behold nando um it comes out (laughs) brandon
2: brandon had the secret (laughs) documents.
1: brandon also kept his secret documents from his tenure during the obama presidency his tenure as vice president they searched mike pence found some documents on him so this feels like I, i would have a hard time believing barry did this because he's such a stickler for the freaking rules and he's so like meticulous about keeping his nose yeah. clean on this kind of thing like you're not gonna get me on a technicality kind of no. thing so i would be shocked if barry had it but the idea that biden and pence and especially trump would be doing this doesn't surprise me at all what like what came to your mind when you see this story unfold well, this way
2: it was just like, it was, it's the perfect kind of story because, you know, the Dems, when <laughs> Trump did something like this, like, you know, I was, you, you can hear the Barry voice going like, look, this is not who we are, you know, <laughs> you know it turns out it's exactly who you are. <laughs> and like, the Trump thing was way overblown at the time just because like everything with trump is that it's a kind of a, a, a cycle with uh, trump stories that like oh my god this is it this is dangerous donnie he's going to prison this time folks you know he really crossed the line this time and then look it turns out like no it wasn't that big of a deal and nothing really happened and you know the 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 sort of thing that came to mind was like this just goes to show just a obviously the liberal hypocrisy which is you know nothing new and abundant we love to, we love, and never we love ending to, and we love yeah. to yeah we love it folks um and um the the and, but the other thing is that like the 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 amount of classified documents has exploded since 911 like pre 911 the if it was like a classified document there's a good chance it was actually like you know some secret shit you know right <laughs> and but since nine eleven, they basically like have expanded the top secret thing and the the classified thing to just include like all kinds of shit, you know. So it's not just just because something is classified doesn't mean it actually is sensitive information or like you know right. the the whereabouts of some fucking spy undercover in wherever you know what in I mean? Like that's Saudi not Arabia
1: or Iran yeah. or something, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not like that. So. They must, they must keep these papers for whatever fucking bullshit reason. Like, I don't really know what it is. But it's not like it's a big deal. It wasn't a big deal when Trump did it. You know, I remember thinking, like, what if he gave away the nuclear football and all that stuff? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. Just
1: shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, lo- I love your, I love your uh, limited impersonation of stock liberal person. Yeah. I, I love Can that idea. Um, yeah. And, you know what you just said is is beautiful um in that like people don't even think about what might or might not be considered to be classified again and i will say this a million times it's my opinion that stuff like top gun and the born identity series and all of that is deep state propaganda these motherfuckers yeah. ain't that smart. They're not, they can't fight this well. They're not no. this competent. They want us to think that they're the, just on the cutting edge of everything. I refuse to believe that, right? But when you watch Dude, they, they all think they have fucking Havana syndrome. Exactly. <laughs> like you
2: might fucking know Jason Bourne having fucking Havana yeah. syndrome. It's you not know? gonna like,
1: happen. Not gonna yeah. happen, right? Um, and so. When we watch media, because that's all we can go off of, is like entertainment media based on the deep state and based on the idea of what um, information of reaches a certain classification, right? Like they always pump, pump, pump it up about like, it's like 24 type shit, essentially, yeah. right? Which makes me think like it's nothing like that at all. But, you know, I think that a conversation that we're not going to be having is like, As Americans, we're not going to have a conversation about government secrets. Do we need them? Why do we need them to this extent? Who's being served by this apparatus? Ultimately, Um, how about if we I was talking to John on um, T.Y.T. the other day, if Americans mass decided we want to know everything. It couldn't even happen.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just it, another way in which we don't live in a democracy, right?
1: Exactly. It literally could not happen if you go back and read the origins of the yeah, CIA. If three hundred
2: million Americans decided, yeah,
1: if literally if all of us were like, "Fuck that, yeah. we're done with classification. Just let us know. Give us all the Kennedy shit, UFOs, alien shit, yeah, we everything. <laughs> we want to know every single atrocity the CIA has ever committed. You know, uh D, whatever. You name it. Bring it out. We we're all we're all in one accord on this. We don't care about what it means for our national security. We're taking our future into our own hands. Let this stuff go. Couldn't happen. It literally could. We couldn't do it. You know, and nobody even talks about that part. That's the part that, like, we just take a lot of this crazy shit for granted that we have this massive secret state.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're just used to it. Like it is just like, I mean, you know, you like you said, you said perfectly that if everyone decided to do it, it, you know, they wouldn't let us the idea, just the very presence of it, the very presence of a secret intelligence service of which the budget of it is secret, for example. Um, Bro, of which,
1: unlimited budget, unlimited resources and no accountability. What could go wrong, Nando? That, but that's just, that's
2: just fundamentally add <laughs> on with, dem- with democracy, right? Like, it's just like, we have to just like admit that that we just don't live in a democracy, right? We yeah. just don't. like if the presence of these intelligence services are fundamentally the proof, you don't need any you don't need further proof, right? Um, like when when the whole uh, Snowden thing was going down, I remember I used to have tons of fight with people because I was a big. Supporter of Ed Snowden. Me still, too. Am big, Me b- too. still am a Me big. Still am a big supporter of. Ed I thought Snowden. that was
1: the be- greatest revelation, like, of my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like,
2: I mean, he'll like you know hundreds of years from now, like he'll be canonized as a saint and whatever. Like all these like fucking libs who are like, right there. you know, shut up. Um, that the, the, I would get in arguments with people and they were like, "Well, if you have nothing to hide, you know, like, what that the fuck is are you worried about?" Crazy. And I'm like, dude, that is so insane. First of all, like, they get people all the time for shit that's not. Hold on, you know, First, you know why
1: this? You know why that's stupid? Because it assumes that the only person that would want to do it are bene- benevolent law enforcement. Let's just say you worked for I don't know, J.P. Morgan Chase, and they were committing some massive fraud. You don't think they could buy your shit? You don't think yeah. your shit is for sale, bro. It's sitting somewhere on some server, every single phone call, every single time you whacked off, every single thing that you've ever done, Dude. sitting on some server in Utah somewhere. You don't think JP Morgan, let's just say that you wanted to go, go to war against JP Morgan, you, individual. You didn't break no laws, you wanna take them down. What, like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
2: You know, like, well, it was revealed that, you know, people like Angela Merkel and Lula were under surveillance. Uh, you know, like, what were they doing? Like, were, did the U.S. consider them criminals? Like, no, right. they were spying on them for other reasons. You know, like they weren't worried about their fucking national security but, Like, because is, of like what Angela Merkel's going to do.
1: If the government has the capability, so does private business. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is, bro. Like these people, like the government is these folks lackeys. So, like, the money interest, like, you keep thinking, like, well, these politicians who we hold accountable and blah, 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 blah. Bro, if the money gets gets involved in this and they want to use it for nefarious reasons, you're done. You are done. The fact that it exists as an idea, as a program at all, unchecked in the way that they just log all of our shit and just keep it for safekeeping. And people think like, oh well, if I never do nothing wrong, then who can like that's that's insane. Like, and you know, of, of course, like the Snowden thing makes you so hopeless because it's like, it's all there, <laughs> all yeah. his leaks, all the information he gave. He was like, yo, we're getting fucked. This stuff and doing do just is the illegal.
2: reaction to him. The reaction to him was what like really made me lose hope. Right? You yeah. know, like it was like, man. You know, they, they're focusing on him. He's the bad guy all of a sudden. It's like, oh, my God. Like, w- look what we just discovered. Like, <laughs> like you're focused on this fucking guy. You know, like, it, it was just so distressing and still is. I mean, the fact that he's still having to live in exile in Russia of all places. Especially these and, days. Like
1: and, it's, fucking... and it's right. His act didn't even have any freaking uh, effects on these folks. I think, no. you know, I think the government has gotten a little bit. They become more conscious of information gathering from the tech giants. Right. And so, they're just like, all right, I mean, some of this shit is a little egregious and they try to get involved with the, you know, all of the, the, the companies following your browser around the Internet and collecting info and all of that shit. But, you know, and then also it turns out that none of that shit even matters for ad sales. It's just like all you got to do is like get a list of the people who buy shit online and just keep selling stuff to them. <laughs> like none of their demographic information, yeah. none of this other stuff yeah. matters. This you just is where they really click. They, Where they this, click, just did they buy something? Okay, yeah, let's yeah. sell stuff to them. Um, but yeah, and then it's like the the, the deep state stuff gets me, especially as it, the way it's presented in the media, um, especially mainstream media. When you just think about the invention of the CIA, which comes out of the OSS, um, in World War II, which was our rinky dink intelligence gathering operation from, from World War II, which. You know, I remember I read this book about the CIA's origin and it was just like, yo, these guys were fucking pathetic. Like because America was so new on the world stage, it's like mattering as a world power. Their spy agency was like three years old and like Great Britain's and Russias were like hundreds of years old. Like these people had developed, been developing spycraft for hundreds of years when we started our shit. And so we were just painfully inept. All kinds of atrocities committed by these schmucks. And then, you know, like the, the whatever, that's one part of it. But what's most important is like, we didn't take a vote on this shit. <laughs> I mean, collectively as a country, our betters, our leaders, our masters decided unilaterally that we now have a secret government. And it just was, period.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I always say that to understand American politics and to understand. You know, the, really the failure of American democracy, you have to understand the 1970s, because in the 1970s is when we discovered most of what the CIA was up to um, with something called the Church Committee, thanks to a journalist named uh, um, Seymour Hirsch, who basically exposed a lot of what the CIA was up to. Like one of the great investigative journalists ever. He broke the My Lai Massacre. He broke, you know, tons of stories in the 70s. Um he he broke a series of stories on MK Ultra, you know, the CIA was like literally using LSD to create fucking, you know, Manchurian assassins and to like white people's memory and shit. Um and they had something called the church committee, which was a congressional investigation into the CIA, and there was genuine outrage and genuinely a moment of like that. Maybe there were like there was legit like mainstream liberals. We're talking about maybe like abolishing the CIA. Like this was a main, relatively mainstream position. It wasn't the fucking bearded guy on the corner going, "Man, it's the CIA, man!" <laughs> you know, like it was. It's like it was like a a, a pretty normy lit position. It was like, no, we should maybe dismantle this thing. It's kind of gotten out of hand. And like so many things in America, like they got close. And then there was the sort of right wing reaction and Reaganism and all of that due to the failures of the libs and all that good stuff, like all like you know, that Jimmy Carter and all that shit. But like once Reagan got in there, it was over. It was like, you know, guys, we're just going to move on. We're just not going to think about it. It was like almost like the country kind of self.
3: Hello, listener. Guess who's back? ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com Dings and use code Dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Went to
2: sleep or, 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 or turned into children. Like, you know, like we want this like sunny... You know, like let's just like think about right. happy things and not have to like confront the nasty things. But there was a moment when that was a when that was a, a possibility. They, they
1: they almost got man, they almost they almost got ended for 9-11 too, because people just blamed everything on them. Um, and yeah. people, and they were legitimately talking about like slashing CIA budgets and all of that shit. Cause everybody was just like, this is your, like, this is your job. This is your yeah. one, job. one job. This yeah. is your one a bunch fucking, of fucking job, guys, bro. Bunch of
2: fucking mountain folk from fucking the middle of nowhere were able to bro. fucking trick
1: you. You bro. know? And they, fucking... and they weaseled and squirmed their way out of 9-11, but like they almost got disbanded for that because it was such a colossal fuck-up and it just didn't happen. But yeah, we say all of this to say is that we can't even have an honest conversation about what these materials are um, yeah. that Joe Biden and Donald Trump... Like, nobody... They, like, they can't even tell... Like, they can't tell us. Like, there's no way to compare to be like, well, this it would, would be hilarious
2: cool. if it was just like... You know, innocuous, like you know, funny shit. You know, like I uh, was,
1: I was, I was saying, what if it's like, um, the White House's gumbo recipe? Yeah, you know, like, like
2: you know, Brandon just like really liked the gumbo. You know, He's like, I wanted to keep it.
1: You know, like,
2: <laughs> Brandon just like, you know, what Jack he has the best gumbo I've ever. Had in my
0: life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but you yeah. know again there's no way to know it's not as if anybody's gonna come out and be like this is exactly what Trump had in his possession this is what Pence had this is what Biden had it's all classified and so everybody can play the game I'm just like please I, I wasn't even that serious what I had everybody can play that game so the libs yeah. might come out because Pelosi's even tried to float it out there like well there's a difference between hoarding it and giving the FBI a hard time and a guy who just complied and blah 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 and this, this and that um, and it like trying to make like some kind of classification between the two. It's like, bro, you can't even tell us what's in there. Yeah. So Trump can say whatever he wants about what he hoarded, and so can Biden, so can bet Pence on and on and on. And so that's why I'm over this. This has an idea that it's an issue.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, we move on from the deep state of America to the deep state in the middle east man and i feel like these guys are actually scarier than the cia even though they're not as well funded they're way, way savvier way better um and way more ruthless <laughs> um talk to us about your new podcast nando
2: yeah man it's called uh shoot the messenger we've been working on it like with a, a team for for about two years now um long investigation. I work with my colleague, Rose Reed. Um, and the, you know, this, these, this batch of episodes deals with uh, a bit of technology called Pegasus spyware. And it comes from an Israeli group, uh, company called NSO group, a legit, you know, not like a cartel or anything like that. It's a, it's a legit kind of company that, that is legal and, and all that stuff. And what they do is like, they nominally, Work with um, governments to use this technology to fight crime or terrorism. Right, that's the official kind of pitch. Is that a government can hire them for you know a few thousand bucks? They can basically hack into anyone's phone and do whatever the fuck they want with that phone. They can turn on the microphone and hear what you're saying, you know, in private, even if your phone is off. They can turn on the camera and look at whatever you're doing, even when you're you don't have the camera on. They can see all your keystrokes see all of your browser, like everything, you know, they, they just have every full access and control, more importantly, of your phone, right? It's the most sophisticated spyware there is. And, you know, you, you think like, oh, okay, well, whatever, they, they're just fighting terrorists. Well, it turns out that the Jamal Khashoggi uh, murder uh, at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, um, subsequent investigations have revealed that Basically, like a bunch of his cohort, including his wife and including his best friend, all had Pegasus on their phones. Um, there was this was discovered later by a, a company called Citizen Lab, which is a um, kind of a nonprofit uh, citizens advocacy group for digital privacy and things like that. So they have like these forensic experts that can look into your phone and see what what's been on it. And it turns out that yeah, Jamal Khashoggi's inner circle was being spied on by the Gulf states and, and that's how they knew like all of his movements like what he was up to you know where he was at any given moment um you know his communication with his with his loved ones and all that stuff it's just an incredibly distressing thing and then you know in our reporting just like a ton of journalists and activists like you know people who aren't fucking terrorists uh <laughs> are getting targeted by by Pegasus I mean it's just yeah it's this really wild thing, like, and and it, like I said, it's a completely legal company. It's completely legit. Um, it isn't like some shoddy, shadowy criminal organization that you have to like go in the dark web to contact. Um, basically, they can use it, and it's it's just it's one of those like kind of really uh, distressing things about the modern world. Because like, I mean, think about how much we do on our phones. You know, it's not that hard to get into it. It's just really not that hard. So, yeah, I hope everyone checks it out.
1: Yeah, go get that wherever you get your your podcast. Um, how did you guys first discover this as a thing that was happening? So we we've been working with a uh, organization called the
2: Committee to Protect Journalists. Uh, you know, our our chairman at, at my studio is on the board of the Committee to Protect Journalists. It's like something that's very important to him. And originally, we were going to do this I, this this kind of show that really just did profiled journalists who are under attack. In some way, shape, or form, Um, you know, like just you know, in different parts of the world. And as we were as we were working on it, we kind of really focused on this on this Pegasus story because we see it as, you know, as governments are becoming savvier, and you can't just like these days, like it's really hard to just like imprison a journalist. You know what I mean? There's just too (laughs) much like public outcry, and yeah, you know, like you don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So, but the best way you can do is kind of. And essentially, like, just know what they're doing, know what they're up to, like, ruin their reputations or, yeah. um, you know, gaslight them, make them go like a little crazy. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of the new frontier of, of repression, you know, and it's not just journalists. I mean, it's, like I said, any activist or, you know, union leader, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in any way, like a public figure or in any way challenging the status quo, like, you really got to educate yourself on how you use your electronic devices and how you protect yourself. And, you know, uh, it, it just really is kind of the the new frontier for any sort of um, nefarious activity. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite a thing.
1: Yeah. You know, I, at least in other places, I still feel hope that the people on the ground getting information about what the 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 people in charge are doing will actually cause some kind of civil unrest. I'm past the point that meaningful civil unrest can happen here in America in a way that like something profound can happen. Um yeah. I mean just look at George Floyd for instance, right? Like yeah. that was meaningful. That was real. People were yeah legitimately like an uprising
2: moved
1: yeah. by that Right then, what it just gets co-opted by the money power, uh, you know, a couple of couple of people get some nice jobs out of it, and we move on with our lives. Nothing is meaningfully changed um, from that uh, uprising happening and here in America. It's like it's, it's hard. Like I don't even know what people would have to take away. Football, possibly. Yeah. I, I could see yeah. that causing a major yeah. uprising. But like, what would be the thing? Because you know, the, the lack of faith in uh, damn near any and all institution is is so palpable in the sense that what, what are we gonna say about our nasty, horrible government that people aren't gonna just shrug their shoulders like that. Eh. But in other yeah. places, man, like people legitimately don't know what's going on, and people are way more radical about their lives and their conditions. Than we are here in America, and so this is super important work, man.
2: Yeah, you know, and and like you know, you, you talk about we we talk about this all the time that if you want any meaningful change, I mean, then the George Floyd is a good example of it. Like you, you ultimately fundamentally have to like challenge capital and like the balance of power between labor and capital and all that stuff. Look at the tools that capital has at their disposal.
1: It's crazy, man. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. You know, I was. I like was. They, watching...
2: they know about the activist meeting before they even fucking happens. You know what I mean, I, like,
1: bro. I was watching, dog. I was watching an interview. I forgot who Cornell West was talking to, and it was smack dab in the middle of the George Floyd stuff. And obviously, Cornell West shares most, if not all, of our politics. Right? Like, yeah. we are in line with brother Cornell West. That's that's one hundred percent. Um, And he was like, look, man, like I'm heartened by seeing these people on the streets. But it's like it's hard for me to believe that any meaningful change is going to come of this. And he said, but you know who's going to benefit that black bourgeoisie? Oh, they're going to get some great jobs out of this one. Oh, he was and he was so on point, bro. He was like the only people that are going to benefit are people who are adjacent to the money power where they could be like, look at what we did. When we got this black woman, XYZ um, CFO, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, George Floyd made us do it. You know, um, meanwhile, the people on the ground's lives are not impacted by those kinds of decisions at all. And again, the people who are most proximate to that money and that power are black people who are already doing well for themselves. Okay, the people in position to get these George Floyd givebacks are people who are already doing well. It's not struggling single mothers um, who are getting the benefits of whatever George Floyd's, you know, horrible um, incident, the murder of George Floyd, whatever good that may have come from it. They're not proximate enough to the people that can make it right, that they will receive any of that. Right.
2: Yeah. No, I just sent you a. Great. Like what you're talking about, like I just sent you a great link. Like one of the, you know, the the things that we've gotten out of the the latest kind of radical (laughs) is like land, like indigenous land acknowledgement from Raytheon. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. Oh my Lord have mercy at Raytheon. Indigenous inclusion is about knowing you belong at fucking Raytheon. All right, yeah, that's all you need to know. All right, before we get out of here, man, give us some highlights from from Park City, bro. Sunday, man,
2: it's fucking fun, dude. It is fucking fun. We got to go next year, was. You should not miss. it. Yeah, that let's shit. look
1: into it. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh,
2: it is, it is fucking fun. I mean, it is like it's kind of the official start of the Hollywood year, if that makes sense. It's it it's okay. always in January. Um, everyone's feeling good. Everyone's feeling excited. You know, it really is a, you know, it's a, it, nominally, it's a festival about celebrating independent film and trying to find new talent. And like, it, there's yeah. a million stories of people who came out of Sundance and of and then like Brian Coogler and Chloe Zhao or whatever. Like, they we all love. Yeah. They all came out of Sundance and there's this like excitement in the air because again, it's the beginning of the year. Everyone's got fresh budgets. Like they still haven't gotten their ass kicked uh, for the whole, you know, like just in, in terms of like bad news and all that stuff. Um, And then it's in Park City, which is fucking beautiful. Um, And then there's just, like, a ton of fun parties. Like, everyone in the industry is there. Like, it's so small that you're just, like, milling around with, uh, you know... Very powerful executives, but then also like celebrities. Like I don't know, like Bella Thorne was like standing next to me. Love that. Um, I bumped into James Gandolfini's son. I was like, oh hey, sorry. Wow. Um, you know, like
1: Licorice Pizza, not, not Licorice Pizza. What am I saying? No. Um, the, uh, the Deuce. Yeah, The
2: Deuce, the deuce. And, and and the the something of Newark, the many saints of Newark, many saints of Newark.
1: Uh, uh, licorice Pizza is uh, what's his name, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid.
2: Yeah. kid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Jonathan Major, I saw, I saw running around, uh, you know, he had, a, he had a film there called, uh, uh magazine dreams about a, uh, he plays a, a, a bodybuilder. Um, and, uh, Oh, that's why no, he's man. been so,
1: so diesel and so yo. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Gotcha, gotcha.
2: yeah. yeah, And then he's also in the new creed where he also had to get, so I think nice. he just like double booked his like, yeah, yeah, he was know? like,
1: yeah, let's just knock him out back to back. We good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, saw some good movies, man. I saw this Mexican one that fucking blew me away. It was called uh, Heroic. It's a guy I'd never heard of and I work in this fucking industry and um, mm. he he did a movie about that's basically like a Mexican full metal jacket about, you know, wow. uh, a, new, a new cadet, um, a group of new cadets who joined the Mexican military and then basically like have to deal with like these psychotic uh, officers who are just fucking, you know, trying to break them and... and, gotcha. and private
1: know, pile. <laughs>
2: Private pile, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Joker, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, man, uh highly recommended if anyone can, can go out to Sundance. I mean, I've been twice, both times I've had a fucking blast. Um and yeah, I mean, next year we gotta go. We gotta do the official woke bros all sundance. Right, yeah, we're uh, doing episode. it
1: next year, we're putting it on the calendar. Uh, We're going to do Sundance in January of next year. Lock that in. So that's our show for today, folks. Make sure you become a Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash count the dings. That's a cup of Starbucks per month to support the amazing content that we're doing. Shouts to John Gervais on the ones and twos, keeping the trains running on time. We will see you guys next week. Peace.